Hey friends, happy Friday. Here we are getting ready for a good weekend up in here. I hope that you are gonna have a great weekend as well and that you have something fun and refreshing planned in to your life. If not, make it happen because when you get some rest, you are refueled and you are ready for a brand new week. Well, today, friends, we are talking about constructive criticism. Oh my goodness. You know, I should just be called Stephanie Constructive Criticism Gas because I'm a business coach. I'm a podcast coach. Do you guys know how difficult it is for me on a weekly basis? Because I have to be the one to tell people that their stuff can be better. I have to be the one to call someone out and say that that thing doesn't make sense or I don't understand what that means or why do we have things this way? Like, and, and the truth about me is that I am a straight shooter. And the reality is that I've had to get comfortable with constructive criticism in order to get where I am today. And I know the power of being able to take constructive criticism with grace and put it to work for me so that I could have a much faster result. And I used to have a real problem being told that my stuff wasn't already good enough, even though I was learning, I was growing, I was being scrappy, kind of taking some messy action as I get started. But now, man, I am so excited when somebody has constructive criticism for me because it helps us so much. And friends, we receive it all the time. You would not believe we get emails. We have forms asking people to give us constructive criticism. In my email sequences, I ask people why they didn't purchase. Like I'm so here for the growth and I want you to get there too. I know that constructive criticism can be really hard to hear. It can be hard to take, especially when you have just poured out your heart and your soul and you've tried and you've shown up and you've done the work and you've taken the course. And then you hear me or one of the coaches or someone in your own life or even back when you were younger, a teacher or somebody say something to you or ask a question about it. And it's so difficult not to take it like a personal attack. And let me be clear here. There are two, there are differences between being personally attacked and somebody saying something to you in love to help you grow and be the best version of you. And then that not being a personal attack, but you perceiving it that way. I am talking about option B here, where, where you're receiving this feedback in love and encouragement stretching you to grow and to be and to show up in the biggest, best possible way that you can to become the best version of yourself. And that being able to weather that, because the truth is feedback is an incredibly valuable tool for you to grow, for you to improve. And this is both on a personal level and a professional level. So today we are going to be talking about overcoming that fear of criticism, learning to embrace that feedback so that you guys can move forward in your business and get better. I want you to be able to get out of your own way when you receive feedback and be able to use it to become a better entrepreneur and a better podcaster and to have the best possible stuff out in the world 
working for you, okay? Are you here for this today? Let's go, let's get on our tough skin because we're gonna dig into some tough love today and learn five ways to get comfortable with constructive criticism. Hey friend, do you wanna grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media or be tied to your phone 24 seven? Do you wish you had more time to be present with your kids without worrying about your business falling apart? There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can make money, grow your audience, and still have balance in your life and business. Hey, I'm Steph Gass, Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi six-figure CEO. Want to learn how I did it? Go refill your iced coffee because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. If you're one of those people who says, heck no, I'm here for constructive criticism. I want Steph to yell at me all day, every day for six whole months. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I never yell. It takes a lot for me to yell, people, okay? But I do definitely get real with my students. And if you want a business coach who is unapologetic about helping you become great for the glory of God, I want that opportunity. Go right now to stephaniegass.com slash school and see all the ways that we can work together. You can also check out my free workshop, podcastforgrowth.com to learn how podcasting can be the answer to growing an audience in way less time than you ever thought possible. All right, friends, let's do this. So number one, I've got five things today that are going to help you get comfortable with constructive criticism. And I want to, let me preface this by saying, you, I don't want you to hide anymore from getting feedback. Now, this is not a ask a hundred people what they think about me situation. No, no, no. This is seeking out wise counsel, whether it's a business coach, a spiritual mentor that you have, someone in your church, someone that you trust, uh, someone that you're in a co-led, peer-led mastermind with, and asking for honest, real feedback on how you can be better, how your brand could be more professional, how it could be more clear. Getting out of your own way and hiding from the best version of you. For so many years, I hid from the best version of me because I didn't want to be called out. I didn't want someone to tell me that something could be better. One, because I didn't want to do the work. I thought I already did the work. I don't want to do the work. Well, friend, work is never done. Secondly, and I was wearing some kind of weird badge of honor that um, I was the one that knew best. And the reality is that there is always someone farther than me. And I should be so apt to finding those people and learning from them. And this year has been my year of learning, my year of growth. I've already been to two masterminds and it's May 3rd as I'm sitting here recording this for you guys right now. Like this year is my year of getting out of my own way so that I can go next level. And that means a whole lot of constructive criticism and being here for it. So if I can be here for it, you can too. So that brings me to number one, which is don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. The first step in getting comfortable with constructive criticism is to develop a a thick skin. The truth is not everybody's going to like what you're doing. And that's okay. Feedback can be valuable even if it's not 
what we expect to hear. It's important that you remember criticism is not about you as a person. It's not about your character. It's not because somebody doesn't like you or they're picking on you, but rather it's about the work, the brand, or the mission or whatever it is that you're putting into the world, right? So look at feedback as an opportunity to grow, learn, and improve and stop taking it personally. I remember getting an email from a student once who they were very upset about a change that we had made and my defenses immediately went up and I was so mad and da 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 da, da and my team calmed me down and said, hey, like, let's look at this feedback objectively and remove our yourself from it and ask if what she is saying has any truth to it. We ended up rereading this feedback from a student and making changes because she was actually right. But the reason that I was I was immediately upset and I put up a defensive wall is because I was taking it as a personal attack when that is not at all what she was doing. And so we have to be so careful not to take constructive criticism personally, but to look through it from the lens of whoever is saying it to us. If it's a business coach, they're not doing it to hopefully belittle you or hurt your feelings. They're doing it to make you better, right? If it's from the angle of your spouse, it's probably to to protect you. If it's from someone in your community or your students, it's probably because they are confused about something and they need you to do a better job of explaining it or of delivering the information. So don't take it personally. Number two, be open-minded. Number two is be open-minded. When you receive feedback, it's important that you approach it with an open mind and an open heart. Don't immediately dismiss it or become defensive like I just said that I did in my prior example. Take a step back and consider the feedback objectively. Ask yourself questions. And remember that sometimes feedback, whether constructive or unconstructive, will come in with emotion. So it's easy to get defensive. It's easy to get upset. But if you can remove the emotion from the feedback and just ask yourself, is there any truth in this feedback? Is there any way that any of this feedback could be true? You will get the answers that you seek. And often when we get any kind of, especially negative feedback, it's because something was either miscommunicated, not clear, or not the best work, not our best work as a team or as a company. And there's often truth in whatever the person is saying. We just have to remove the emotion and any of those negativity, negative feelings or words from the feedback to get to the root of what they're actually saying. So ask yourself these questions. Is this true at all? Is there is this feedback valid at all? And is there anything I can learn from this? Chances are there is something to be gained even from the harshest critiques. I know there has been for me and for us as a company. Number three, separate your pride from your work. Number three, separate your pride from your work or your ego. <laughs> As business owners, we can, and entrepreneurs in general, you guys are all a whole lot of hustlers up in here, right? So many of you just have that entrepreneurial spirit, that leadership spirit. I probably have my Enneagram threes and sevens up in here. You guys are go-getters, right? So it's easy to become emotionally attached to the work that we've created, as you should. 
This is your calling. This is your purpose. This is the stuff that God's asking you to do. And it was scary enough to start in the first place, let alone now be called out because it's not exact. It's not the best that it could be, right? So I understand this. You put a lot of time. You put effort. It becomes part of you in a way. Your your business, your mission, your ministry. And this makes it even more difficult to receive that criticism or that feedback because, again, it feels like a personal attack, right? But to overcome this, we've got to separate our pride and our ego from our work. We do our work, but we are not our work, right? We are in Christ. We are not in our work. We are in Christ and we are doing work for the kingdom of God, but our work is simply an extension of what we're doing while we're here, if that makes sense. So it's not, work is not a reflection of your self-worth. Work is not your identity. Your work is not who you are, okay? Once you realize this, you're going to be so much better equipped to take feedback and to use it for your own self-growth and improvement when you separate that. And for me, I, I constantly ask myself, is this work I'm doing about glorifying me or is the work that I'm doing here right now to glorify God? And if it's to glorify God, it's my responsibility to care about the feedback that I receive, to care about the constructive criticism, to make it the best it can be, to learn from people who go before me, to hear from the mentors that God sends my way. I need to humble myself and in humility make some changes to my business when they are warranted. Now, granted, not every single piece of feedback that you get is warranted. And as you grow your brand and you get more and more people in your audience, you will hear more and more just negativity and some of it that is not founded on truth and it is not kind and those you're going to throw out. But when you receive those feedback, that feedback in love from people who care about you, even if they are delivering it with emotion, it matters. Okay, number four, the fourth way to get comfortable with constructive criticism is to take action. So in order for feedback to be valuable, we have to do something with it. We have to take action. Hopefully you listened to Monday's episode where I talked about immediately being in the New Testament 79 times and why we have to take action now. Look, don't just file away the feedback and forget about it or get mad about it and delete it. That's not helpful. Instead, use your the emails that you get or the negative review that you read and you're mad about it. Listen, use it as a roadmap for how to move forward. I want you to consider the feedback objectively Ask yourself those questions and decide if and what changes you might need to make. Then create a plan for how to implement those changes. Feedback's only useful if we improve with, if we improve from it, right? If we improve on it. So, so many of my students have received some type of negative review on their podcast and they get so angry about it and then they just push forward and they're upset or they call that person out on the show. Look, when I read negative reviews, I ask myself, why would this person feel this way? Right? Is there something tactically that I can do better? Is there something that I said that upset someone? Do I need to address it? Do I need to apologize? Because the truth is you have a platform and it's your responsibility 
to speak in love and to be the light and to be the salt of the earth and to be the hands and feet of Christ. No matter what it is that you're teaching, I don't care if you have a secular podcast, you are still glorifying God just by opening your mouth and being in people's homes and in people's cars with them. So you have a responsibility to be the best you can be and to handle every situation with grace, with love, and as the best, most mature version of you possible. And that includes negative reviews. That includes an angry email from somebody. Handle it, learn from it, and take action. Okay, last but not least, number five is to develop a growth mindset. I think that the last key here to getting comfortable with constructive criticism is to develop this growth mindset. Instead of seeing feedback as a personal attack, as something that we get angry about, just see it as an opportunity to learn, to grow, to improve, to become your best. Embrace challenges, obstacles as chances to be better. If everything was so easy and everybody just everyone in the world just loved you and your stuff was everything in the world to every single person, you would have no opportunity to stretch. You'd have no opportunity to become the best version of you. So I look, like I said, I look for those opportunities to get better and to do more and to stretch. You know, gosh, you guys, I've had to redo my courses over and over again because of feedback, because there's things that can be better, because it's not the best that I can put into the world. And so I redo them and I and I get better and I re-record and it's excruciating, right? I've recorded over 600 podcast episodes and not everybody's been nice to me along the way, right? I've received emails that are hateful, that are mean, and we've handled them with grace. And almost 100% of the time, I have just turned the other cheek and taken the beating and been rewarded for that behavior by either an apology from the person or them realizing that they weren't reacting in love, right? So rise up to the best version of you as you're dealing with, especially negative criticism, but constructive criticism is actually helpful. So let's take it, let's employ it, let's use it, and let's grow from it. At the end of the day, constructive criticism, it's hard, but it's essential for you to grow. Learning how to get comfortable with it is going to help you be a better entrepreneur, a better business owner. It's going to help you be a better podcaster. And by developing a thick skin, being open-minded, separating your pride or your ego from your work, taking action and developing that growth mindset, we can turn criticism into an opportunity for success to become the absolute best version of ourselves. Feedback's part of your journey. It's up to you to use it wisely. I'll see you next week. Have a blessed weekend. Bye, friend. Did you have fun? Or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? It would also bless me big if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, come watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. 
watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.